Hi, I'm Val Sakura, a fearless fitness nutrition and mindset coach, original founder of Badass Bifit Academy online coaching program, and a creator of VVS Fitness and Nutrition. With over 10 years of experience in the field, I know how challenging and emotional a transformation journey can be. Back in 2013, I was 45 pounds overweight and completely lost, hiding under baggy clothes and feeling like I could not be successful because of the way I looked. Busy professional life is not an easy burden to carry, but I'm here to tell you that I have been there and conquered the pains. I want to show you amazing shortcuts to a lifestyle that will forever change your life. We'll talk about fitness, nutrition, inspiration, energy, meditation, boss life, success, mindset, fashion, travel, and so much more. And girl, let's keep it real. Okay, I love this topic so much, so, so much, and just cannot wait to share all of my thoughts with you today. It's not a question. I'm just going to make a statement here, and I'm going to share everything I know about this. Why diets do not work. OMG. You probably see the keto hype right now and all the celebrities promoting that. Or maybe you're convinced that going vegan is the best way to go. You probably also have some girlfriends who rave about Whole30 and how it has changed their lives. And some of you may know ladies who claim that juice cleanse is the only way to get it done. Well, Overall, here is a new flash for you. Restrictive diets do not work and will never work for you, okay? I work with so many women every single day. And all I hear when we first, you know, chat on the phone is, oh my gosh, Val, I have tried it all. Or, goodness, I starved myself for months and nothing, Or I went keto, could not handle it, and I just said, screw it, whatever, it doesn't work. Or I'm just not excited to eat kale for dinner all the time, Val. You know, I could go on forever. We all need to realize that restrictive diets might work for some, okay? And that's great. But at the end of the day, They actually do not make you healthier physically and mentally, overall. And they also can be very harmful. Do not forget, again, I just keep going back to this over and over, that I have been through this, you know, myself, back in 2013, when I started training hardcore to get on the stage um, for my bodybuilding competition. Remember? So... You might wonder, you know, what that has to do with you and the topic today, but it actually does. Do you realize that competition prep for most women is a super strict, very limiting on nutrients diet? Do you realize that? When you strip your healthy fats and you cut them out completely very often, take away most fruits, hardly have any greens, and your veggies are like limited to green beans and asparagus and maybe some bell peppers if you get lucky. 
On top of that, you cannot have anything but whey protein shakes two, three times a day and like some little rice or sweet potato um, and top that off with like chicken or tilapia or maybe like a little ground turkey to rotate in between, okay? So some days you might get lucky to have a little oatmeal, but for the most part, it's like egg whites. Does that sound like fun to you? Yeah, it was not. I'm just gonna be honest, it was not fun. And that is actually like a perfect definition of a very restrictive, extremely limiting diet. And just throw like endless hours of exercise on top of that. Yeah, not easy. And Honestly, if I had to do this all over again on my own right now, man, oh, I would never stop eating what I currently eat and actually dial in for that stage on my own like a freaking champ. But you know what? Enough of that. Let's just focus on actual diets today. So what is dieting? By definition... Okay, it is a highly restrictive temporary food plan in order to lose weight. So that tells you right there that it won't work in a long run. It is not sustainable. And even if you lose weight, about 95% of people who lose weight actually uh, by dieting end up regaining all of that and then some in about one to five years or even sooner. Not to mention, restrictive diets often lead to a diet overeat later, or you can also kind of call it like diet binge cycle, right? Again, let's go back to my personal example and my experience in the past. It was a restrictive limiting diet for me that eventually led to binge eating. So that was my personal experience. That was my personal story. I ended up being a closet eater, body shaming and just literally hating myself. And I lost all interest in this lifestyle altogether because it was just so frustrating and it was so heartbreaking for me to recover from it. It was really hard. So physically, that extra 45 pounds looked like a lot on my frame right? But also more than anything, my mental state was at the lowest I've ever been in my life. And it almost destroyed my marriage with my husband, just to throw it out there. So talk about, you know, real dark shit. It was miserable. Honestly, mentally and physically, it was miserable. So let's just go ahead and kind of dig into the whole restrictive diet concepts here and all that comes with it. And I kind of want you to realize something. Number one, most people forget about nutritional costs of dieting and what comes with it. A lot of diets these days make you cut out food groups. You realize that. And I do not agree with that one bit. I just don't. You deprive yourself of nutrients your body needs, which certainly is not good for your overall health. And that is just stats. That's a fact. For example, right? 
you're not eating carbs, like you're cutting out carbs because carbs are bad for you. Okay, cool. Well, that is honestly, that's ridiculous. Your brain runs on glucose, which comes from carbs. So if you're moving, you need those freaking carbs. They're not evil, you know, they're just used for fuel. Again, mind you, I am not talking about you eating um, breadsticks, you know, from Olive Garden (laughs) as your daily fuel for carbs here, okay? So let's kind of be realistic here, okay? Let's not confuse the two here. Uh, But with that said, do not forget that you're also fighting your body's nature when you try to cut out certain foods your body craves. So you set yourself up to fail, basically. If you were told not to eat certain things, maybe it is easy for you, you know, for for a few days at first, but then your brain just takes over and you end up wanting what you cannot have. That's just how this works. So yeah, at the end of the day, instead of completely cutting things out, like cold turkey, It is easier to just, you know, limit some options without full-on restrictions. For some people, that works a little bit better. For example, added sugar or processed foods and junk food and things like that. Especially if you are not working with a coach and literally you have no support, you have no game plan, you don't know what you're doing, You know, having a great coach in this journey is honestly a completely different ballgame. But if you don't have somebody, little baby steps might just work better for you. Another thing to remember here is that fed diets can be very harmful, not only because most of them lack, you know, essential nutrients, but also because they teach you nothing about actual healthy eating and why eating certain things needs to happen every day. You just end up following something without learning or thinking about it. You have no portion control knowledge or awareness. You do not understand how a balanced diet actually works. You do not know anything about macronutrients. You know, and all of that is like this confusing blur to you. You don't understand it. You don't know anything about it. So when you complete your super restrictive diet plan, you simply just boomerang back to the unhealthy eating patterns that caused you, you know, to gain weight in the first place. And then you just end up yo-yo dieting for years losing, gaining, losing, gaining over and over and over again. Some women literally ruin their bodies with yo-yo diets and jack their hormones up so much that health problems start to happen as, as, as a result of all of this. And that is not good. Number two, most women do harsh dieting and start frequent and compulsive weight checks on the scale. And that is scary. And very often that actually leads to an eating disorder. People who constantly diet are eight times more likely to develop an eating disorder 
and I want you to remember this, eight times more likely to develop an eating disorder. Women become like so obsessed with that number on the scale that nothing else matters in life. Scale consumes their everything and God forbid the number goes up. It's like a mental breakdown, uh, stress, tears, anxiety. Oh my gosh, that is not the way to live a life. That sounds miserable. And that actually leads me to point number three. Dieting is actually incredibly stressful. You're constantly fighting yourself and denying yourself things your brain and body want. You're expecting a quick fix, you know, to work and to get you where you want to be. But since, you know, it most likely won't, you'll just deal with the disappointment. This mentality, you know, connects weight loss with your worth. If you see your weight as something you need to fix about yourself and think of not sticking to a diet as a personal failure, that is an unhealthy place to be mentally. No food is going to make you a better or worse person just by eating it. Just remember that, please. Some foods will will definitely make you feel shitty. Some foods will make you feel, you know, full of energy and ready to tackle the world. Just remember that. Of course, if you, you know, sit around and all you do all day is eating cake, yeah, that's not good for you. But you can also sit around all day only eating broccoli and that's not really going to be that good for you either. So... The ultimate goal is to cultivate a healthy relationship with with food where you value it as fuel and value the way it makes you feel. That's the key. Food is fuel, okay? Number four. So don't forget, this is kind of like really important. Dieting eventually takes all the pleasure out of eating food. So many women just end up hating all food altogether and not enjoying any foods at all. It's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's something I have to work on with all of my clients because teaching them a good balance matters so much. We are fueling your body with foods that will not only help you lose weight, tone up, feel strong, feel sexy, but also give you tons of energy and bring happiness back into your life. That matters. You must love fueling your body with healthy foods because it is more than just a diet. Your body relies on those good nutrients. My number five, oh my gosh, that goes to magic drinks and pills and all kinds of magic coffee and all kinds of shit, honestly, women are willing to take just to lose weight. I call them gimmicks. Trust me, there is nothing worse than to depend on something like this in hopes to get results. Just to throw your hormones off 
destroy your liver, your thyroid, and then just end up with a crazy dependency on something you should have honestly never started taking in the first place. You know, yes, I personally did try fat burners and all kinds of crap when I was 45 pounds heavier, you know, and I felt like shit. I practically was so desperate that something I knew I should have never taken gotta go in my book. That is very sad. Wasted thousands of dollars overall for no reason, no reason, and I knew it was not gonna work, and I still did it. You know, all of those magic pills, magic coffee, magic drinks, magic body wraps, magic creams, all of that shit was just a waste of money and a waste of my efforts, honestly. It led to nothing. It led to more frustration, actually. And please don't even get me started on the whole, you know, taking drugs to lose weight here. I'm not even going to entertain that topic here. No, just no. Just remember that it is costing you money and time at best, but fatal health consequences at worst. Don't fall for that shit, please, I beg you. Let's talk about number six. Number six is kind of a reminder to all of you that dieting is not a lifestyle change. If you do not care to change your lifestyle, your mindset, and look at this like something that will change and transform your life forever, you will be doing yo-yo for the rest of your life. You will be frustrated and you will be miserable. Not to mention that I want to remind you about your big why and setting your goals. Why exactly are you wanting to lose weight? What makes you want to change? Who inspires you when you feel like quitting? What drives you in life? Who makes you want to be a better person in life? Why and what are you fighting for? If all of that is not clear in your head, again, you will get frustrated, you will lose your momentum, and you will go back to where you started over and over again. That mental shift and mindset changes is something I have to work with all of my clients. And that is why I personally believe that mindset is probably one of the most overlooked areas of any health and fitness transformation journey. Yep, I believe in that. Most do not pay attention to changes like, you know, like that and everything that has to happen within us. Because we only focus on food we eat and we focus on the workouts we do. But what happens inside, what happens in our heart, in our brain, in our soul, it doesn't matter. Well, actually, it does. If you don't have that figured out, that limits your potential to succeed here. Trust me. So you might just ask, okay, so what tips do you actually give me about? Well, Something very simple. Step number one. If you want to start moving towards permanent healthy weight loss, lose the freaking diet and the diet mindset altogether. Instead, 
Think about a healthy eating lifestyle change and a plan that could live, that you could live with and enjoy for the rest of your life. The best answer to dieting then is a lifelong program of everyday healthy, pleasurable eating coupled with a regular exercise. To lose weight, you know, eat less and exercise. Be more active. I know, so boring, but yet it is so freaking true. Step number two, find a great coach or a knowledgeable nutritionist, honestly. Somebody who can help you come up with a healthy eating plan that fits your lifestyle, but also dive into your wants and needs to figure out what the best course of action is. You need a plan. I've been doing this for over 10 years now, and I can tell you that a great coach is the way to go. Step number three, be mindful of what you're eating. Pay attention to what you're eating when you're eating certain things, and then definitely know when you're full. Paying attention to your hunger cues is very important throughout the day too, not just during the actual meal. So if you feel like eating, take a moment to ask yourself why. Are you actually hungry? or you were just bored? Do you need a little fuel before you dive into that big project at work? Or are you just stressed and you want to eat your feelings away? Pay attention to that. Step number four, start meal planning ahead. Yes, it does not have to be complicated. And I always tell my clients that if you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Just simple as that. If you put more thought ahead of the time into what you're going to eat that week, you will probably feel obligated to stick to your plan. Otherwise, all those fresh vegetables you bought will go to waste, trust me. And that's just like a waste of money. It's not worth it. Step number five, keep a food log. If you want a better idea of what you're actually putting into your body in great detail, consider doing a food log. You can use a notebook or you can use, you know, my fitness pal to keep track of everything you eat and drink every single day. Yes, it does take a little effort and dedication, but it can give you a better idea of what foods you eat a lot of and where you might want to make some changes, if that makes sense. Step number six, practice forgiveness. Instead of falling back on the tired concept that, you know, certain foods are bad and others are good, focus on what makes you feel good when you eat it and on providing your body with adequate fuel. And recognize that if you slip up from time to time, you know, it's not a moral failure and you don't deserve to beat yourself up over it for the rest of your life. So if you end up having a cake one night, Do not be that person who tries to make up for it only, you know, by eating broccoli the next day, you know, to kind of like make up for it because you're feeling super shitty about yourself. No, don't do that. Take responsibility, realize that it is already done, and then bounce right back to being prepared the next day and fueling your body with more balanced foods. And 
I will continue sharing more and more on nutrition, supplementation, and all that comes with that. So stay tuned, definitely, for more amazing nuggets of information coming your way. I will absolutely rain more and more. And do not forget that I am always here for you as a coach, too. Should you ever need any additional help to make healthy eating, you know, more enjoyable and pleasurable again and get some results like all of my other clients do every single day, hey, you know where to find me. Just reach out to me. And as always, for now, sending much love to you till we chat again. Thank you for joining my Real Talk today. For more information and inspiration, please visit my website at www.vvsmode.com and feel free to connect with me on socials as well by clicking on the icons. You can also contact me directly at vvsmode at gmail.com. Much love to you.